so welcome to Tales of Jamora the Kraken's Wake, our uh, bi-weekly D&D show that's come back after a long, long, long break. Uh, much A much-needed show that's come back after a long break. Um, so, uh, yes, our, our fifth player, uh, uh, Matt, is on his way. Um, he was just taking care of some uh, church stuff. Um, and uh, then he's got to grab dinner and he will be here. So, but he didn't want to hold us up. Um, so, uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Um, just a couple quick things before we start. Um, so because we've been away for a while. Uh, so, uh, first off, uh, we would like to welcome Autumn. Yay! Hello. Hang on, I'm trying to pantomime as per the screen. Uh, yes, <laughs> to, to our show, uh, 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 a, a veteran of, uh, dark matter. And so sort of reprising a spellcaster role for Tales of Jamora. Um, Ooh. so, uh, and, um, this game, uh, is going to pick back up after a bit of a time skip. So for those of you that, uh, haven't been listening in a while and are worried, uh, this would actually be a great time to, uh, get back into the show. Um, yeah. so like there may be allusions to stuff that happened obviously, but, uh, it's intended to be sort of things have quieted down and are now, uh, ready to start picking back up. Um, not at all unlike, uh, real life. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, also for those that have been fans of the show before, uh, and are familiar with our plot coins mechanic, that's what all these coins are in the, uh, top left corner of, of everyone's windows. Um, that is a special mechanic that we do for Tales of Jamora. So plot coins, um, players get one, uh, at the start of each session and they can spend it to alter the story or the game in some way. Uh, before it was kind of more open-ended, we have, um, kind of done, provided some framework and restriction, uh, to it so that it's a little, um, I guess less open-ended and it puts less pressure on, on a player to come up with how they want to use it. Uh, and I think, uh, made it a little more tactical. So it provides, uh, some more gameplay element decisions to it. Um, but uh, basically, you can spend it to just auto-succeed on a d20 roll. You can spend it after you make the d20 roll to improve a success or turn a failure to a success. Or you can uh, spend it to prevent an enemy from succeeding. Um, it's a little more nuanced than that, but uh, I don't want to bore you with the details. Um, and let's see. Uh, I guess... Uh, so what we can do for now is introduce the cast, um, and we'll we'll introduce Matt later. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So uh, I'm your dungeon master, uh, Sean Hayes, Eight Bit Adventures here on Twitch, uh, and to viewers right of me is our Warforged Bard, Sean Robbins, playing a Twixen. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, to his viewers' right is uh, Courtney Bolin playing May, our hey, Elven everybody. Rogue. Hey, everybody! Yeah, 
I'm 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 back. Uh, unkillable May at this point. Although I are are you though? Because it's not that you're unkillable. It's that you die no. all the time. That's the thing. <laughs> I I just keep coming back. So it's yeah. great that I'm revived. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's that you just don't stay dead. Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh. And then starting on the second row is uh, Josh York reprising his role as Jacobin, our human, uh, I should stipulate, Vengeance Paladin. Yes, uh, Jacobin, number one paladin all time. Check the ratings. Uh, it's 100% true. Top Gosh, rank, Jacobin high score. Um, that's all you need to know. Yeah, hashtag Jacobin lies. <laughs> uh, bottom center, uh, Autumn is playing uh, Azelia, a new addition to the party, a high elf wizard. Uh, and, and then later, uh, when Matt rejoins us, uh, Matt Tucker, also our, uh, producer at PCTV, uh, is playing Zarin, uh, an Asimar sorcerer, divine sorcerer. Again, I feel like that, that warrants stipulation because like, it's very different than regular sorcerer. Uh, so, um, do we, uh, so are there any announcements before we begin? Okay. All right, then. So, uh, without further ado, we now have also a new opening sequence. So we're going to start doing that right now. And there we go. Hope you all enjoyed that. Players didn't get to see it. I will show them at some other time. But uh, I can't wait to I see saw it. it. It's, it's cool. awesome. I saw yeah. it. Cool. It's so, uh, yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> so, uh, to borrow the phrase from another wonderful D&D podcast, let us part the veil of reality, shall we? Uh, and we are we are no longer secluded in our homes, but on the tropical island of Ogara, uh, which is home to uh, the town of Deepwater, a town that uh, you all have come to know and come to call some semblance of home. Um, we will start, I think, with May. Okay. So, uh, it has been uh, one month uh, back in Deepwater, um, since your journey back, uh, and two months since you left, uh, the sort of foggy island nation of Twillin. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, uh, a much less eventful voyage back than you did on the way there. Um, and actually, everything went pretty well. All things considered. Uh, nice. yeah, everybody seemed to be getting along much better. Um, and, uh, you received uh, a couple items of correspondence uh, via magical delivery. Um, yeah. So a couple letters, uh, both of just progress with uh, your herbalist shop, um, as well as uh, one or two updates from the local Whispers chapter 
uh, from Whisper Jack. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, basically noting, uh, business is good. Um, mm-hmm. Business is actually picked up. It seems that Deepwater is uh, gaining more and more of a reputation, uh, especially now of the discovery of this set of ruins in the center of the island. Um, there's a lot more archaeological uh, interest in the island than there was before. Um, so okay. now it's adding another facet of archaeological as well as economic uh, interest. Okay. So. Nice. Um, yes. Uh, you've been also been corresponding with Whisper Jack um, as okay. to how your mission went in Twillin. Um, and uh, as part of the agreement with uh, the Whisper Cell mm-hmm. in uh, Rosington, uh, you uh, have been given uh, the official rank of Whisper. So uh, you you now hold the title of Whisper May. Uh, which uh, <laughs> entitles you to access, you know, free access to uh, the local Whisper safe house, as well as a vault. Uh, for you to store any of your valuables. Oh, nice. Or okay. or anything that you might want to keep in there. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you already know where the uh, the safe house is. It is under yes. the Ripper Rock Tavern. Um, as you all have been there before. Uh, but the vault is in a secure location in that safe house. Do I? technically remember where that is um because i'm, I'm gonna dead. say with your with your new subclass okay uh that um you do retain that knowledge okay i think you were technically like a spirit floating above your body when that happened anyway so i think you probably... yes but sean said a, before a lot of that stuff i didn't remember <laughs> yes uh, yes yeah that was the creepy scary being <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah um okay so i actually got a message from matt that he is here although he hasn't joined the call yet so nani nani matt you uh so um upon arrival hey. back in deep water um uh, business has been good. You kind of um, just went back into the fray of uh, working the old nine to five at the herbalist shop uh, with your uh, employees, Alit and Sariel. Yes. Um, and then uh, as you've been working alongside, you and Sariel have, have bonded pretty closely uh, and spending a lot of time together, going out for brunch, uh, some dinner after work, spending a lot of time together. Uh, and, uh, and the two of you kind of becoming a little, little item. Yay! So, uh, whether that's, that's good for business or not, we'll have to find out. Uh, so, um, but, uh, all in all, positive and good. Okay. Also of note, uh, not really any interference from a certain other party member. Let's say any negative interference. Uh, there, there was an interesting uh, sort of tense moment the first time uh, Jacob and walked into the shop because there are still posters that say no admittance to this man. Uh, yeah, all over the place. <laughs> but uh, we will get to, we will get to later how that uh, transpired. 
Um, mm-hmm. For now, what I need you to do is I need you to roll a percentile die and add 30 to it. Okay. Like a pair of percentiles? Uh, so it's, well, percentile dice is, is a or set of two dice. Okay. It's one for the tens and one for the ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a 67. A 67 total? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. no, and then plus 30. Plus 30 so it's a 97. Yeah. So you, so you rolled 67 on the dice. I rolled 67 on the dice, yes. Okay. So, um... Alright, so that is a 97, so that's really good. Mm-hmm. So, your shop, uh, during that first month, let's see, made a profit. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> of, let's see, uh, we'll say 100 gold pieces. Wow. Okay. All right. That's really good. Um, I'm going to need you to roll it again for the mm-hmm. second month. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> another 97. I can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to have to fix, uh, I'm just going to have to fix everybody's locations. <laughs> but, oh, this one's even better. Hey, I'm Matt now. This one's even better. Uh, so Why? I just need to do some math. So hello, friends. Hello, friends. We're doing hello. math. Hello, we're hello. trying to figure out how much my shop made while we were gone. Nice. So uh, the second month, Courtney, mm-hmm. um, May's shop makes, uh, hang on. I had it. I swear I had the number. Uh, 400 gold pieces. Whoa, what? It's, uh, it's 3d10 times 18 and I rolled 22. Whoa. Um, so is this, um, include, so you said this is the profit, so this is... Including paying Sariel and Alet, or that's profit. Profit. That's that's uh-huh. revenue. That's, n- that's net profit. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna physically move people <laughs> instead of uh, <laughs> instead of actually like refiguring out where things are supposed to go. I'm just going to move this stuff, and I'll rename it later. Uh, so let's see, so... Um, okay. So, that's how much uh, That's how much you've made. So, basically a grand total of 500 gold. Yeah. Um, now, that is, of course, uh, that's the shop's money. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you can certainly keep that in the shop if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, because it's profit, you can draw it out uh, and use it for whatever purposes you'd like. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, 
right. I'm gonna, I'll talk with you about what I've planned to do with that. <laughs> um, oh, also, uh, let's see. Um, as far as what gifts and trinkets you picked up. Yes, because I picked up presents on our You way did. Back. Um, I picked up. This is, we're going to use my favorite table in the 5th edition player's handbook, which is the trinkets table. Oh! Alright, so, uh, Courtney, I'm going to need, I'm going to need May to, uh, pick someone that she is, uh, trying to find a present for. Um, honestly, I probably would have focused on... As I said, there was a lot of different people that I want to get gifts for a lot of different people. Well, you're, um, you're going to have to pick somebody first. Yes. Um, I think, honestly, I would have picked Twixen first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to need you to roll a D100. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Uh, you found... Uh, it's an iron holy symbol, or what appears to be a holy symbol. Uh, it's devoted to some. It's like in the shape of a dragon. So like, which is kind of weird because uh, there's no dragons in Jamora. Yeah, so there's dragon iconography in Jamora, um, mm-hmm. and like uh, the god of the sky Lokdov is depicted as a dragon. This mm-hmm. is not one such holy symbol. Cool. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now for the next person. Uh, then it would have been Maloria. Okay. Uh, roll again. This is everybody's just getting random trinkets. That's how we're doing this. One. <laughs> One. Uh, it is a mummified goblin hand. <laughs> that, um, you know, she, she has expressed interest, before, like, she is the ship's cook, but yeah. she has experienced, uh, that she, uh, her background is, like, both an explorer and a little bit of, like, a historian and archaeologist, so, yep. um, she actually thinks this is really interesting. <laughs> And also, I think me being her roommate, like, I would have seen that and been like, oh, dude, this is just the type of weird that Meloria would like. Yeah. You know. Insights. <laughs> yes. Um. Just gonna keep rolling. So, uh, who's the next person? Uh, next would have been Seraph, and I got a 16. And a 16 yeah. for Seraph. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, an old divination card. So like an old sort of tarot-like card that bears your likeness. My likeness? Your likeness. that Of uh, May's likeness. So uh, it's like a, a card depicting like an herbalist um, <laughs> and like an apothecary. Very fun. Um, Very fun. 
Let's uh, roll twice for uh, Kaleo and Kalea, uh, yeah, the nine, lizard folk people. 99 and 23. Uh, it's a wooden box with a ceramic bottom that holds a living worm with a head on each end of its body. As well as a brass orb etched with strange runes. And it seems to shift as if it was a little puzzle box. Little puzzle orb. That actually works out for both of them. Yes. Um. And basically, to, to kind of speed things along, you find various knickknacks like these things for everyone on your yeah. list. Uh, Yay. But it's it's a fun table, so I wanted to. Yes, to, that is fun. You know, that is fun. That. Um. um. So, uh, let's uh, go next to Jacobin. Oh, hey. Um, oh, that's right. I've got to get back into character. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you it's do. Been a long time. <coughs> wow. Uh, hang on. I just have to make sure that everybody's plot coins are showing. Um, oh, my plot coin is showing. Robbins and Tuck, uh, make sure to add those awesome items um, into your inventories, because I totally would have given them to you. On it. Yeah. yeah. Equipment. Other possessions. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I guess for the benefit of viewers that haven't seen the show in a while, May, would you please describe May? Uh, yeah, May is a, um, she is a wood elf, um, and so she is, stop it and go where I would like you to go, please. Um, uh, female, green eyes, kind of a medium build, um, about 5'5", five five, uh, with, like, red, uh, reddish auburn hair, um, pale skin, um, and she, now that she's home, um, she very much enjoys our island culture, and she very much enjoys living very mm -hmm. free. Think of, you know, your typical uh, Mediterranean uh, kind of just loose tops. Um, she likes shorts, though. No, just not a fan of skirts. Um, and just like flip flops when chilling at home. Um, she also always has this faint odor around her. Um, it's a bit skunky. Um, <laughs> and and she's always she's got it for sale um, in the apothecary as well. Yeah. Um, which might be another reason why it's awesomely so popular. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, she's a total stoner. Um, she yeah. runs the weed shop. I do. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> wait, wait, you do? <laughs> for, uh, for the benefit of the audience, this is a campaign that we have been playing for almost three years now. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, oh, so this yeah. is, this is a bit of a running gag. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, Jacobin. Yes. Uh, why don't you describe your character first before we go into uh, what you've been doing? 
since sure, uh, uh, your uh, since your character's look has changed a bit. Right. So up until this point, uh, Jacob been uh, physically six foot, uh, very athletic tone build. Uh, he's usually wearing a uh, very heavy armor. Um, when you first met him, like he had really long, like dark hair, almost covering his eyes, mutton chops, and then he kind of got one of those undercut deals going with a <laughs> big beard. Um, but now coming back to the island and after everything that's happened to him so far, and also personality-wise, up to this point, he's been an absolute uh, jerk cool. to everybody. He's been uh, arrogant, cocky, uh, brash, um, <clears throat> confrontational. Murderous. Uh, just my way or the highway. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, now... He's much more cleaned up looking uh, as since he's gotten back to the island. Uh, very short haircut would probably look very similar to my haircut, like very tight part with a very short trimmed beard. Um, he hasn't worn his armor much lately. Uh, he's been spending most of his time in the Smith, um, but he has been around the, the town a lot. Um, mostly just wearing his playing clothes, but uh, he's been Spending most of his time offering help and uh, assistance to anybody who needs it. Um, but if you want to get more into that type of stuff, I'll let you, the DM, kind of go for that. Yeah, so um, so of particular note is that the first time you walked into May's shop is, as I, as I alluded to before, there was a little bit of tension because you still saw your poster on the wall that said, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, do not serve this man. Um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to thwart uh, her business. Um, yeah, and trying to kill Ferris. Well, I mean, deserve it, but uh. No, Ferris but, is a beautiful little. Uh, Ferris is a lovely little rat, and he does not deserve your treatment. Um, after basically sort of some some heart to heart uh, uh, conversations uh, on the ship, on the way back. Um, uh, it's basically when you first come in, um, uh, after, after a bit of a start of a heated exchange between you and Alet, who, uh, is just very, uh, procedure oriented and, uh, yeah. not exactly why very personable, not exactly why very personable, uh, which is why, uh, she's more of the accountant than, than the person who, uh, who actually sort of mans the front desk. Um. Yeah. Uh, May actually, uh, you, uh, basically came to Jacobin's defense and said, no, it's okay. Everything's fine now. Uh, and, uh, the, and, you know, you hadn't really noticed the posters were still up. On the way back and had a heart I do not partake in your evil, uh, plant smoking. No, I totally hotboxed you and, like... (laughs) (laughs) The room is small, man. <laughs> it's it. It was a boat. You can't yeah. really. The room was yeah. small. Jacob has his own room. Yeah, it's much bigger actually, <laughs> as it is the captain's quarters. <clears throat> but um, yeah, you you took the poster down, uh, yep. and uh, sort of buried the hatchet, as it were. Um, so uh, other notes. Um, the uh the lizard folk that run the inns are particularly. Sorry. Are particularly happy uh, of this sort of uh, uh, change in behavior. Um, 
Oh, and... is he not super racist anymore? So, uh, just to go in a little more what I probably would have done. On the boat, I would have gone specifically <laughs> to everybody individually and taken the time to specifically apologize and try to make amends for uh, any specific wrongs I may have done towards them. Uh, and everybody on the crew, on the boat, in the party. And then once we got back to the island, I went around speaking to everybody that I believed that I had wronged, including the lizard folk, the the council. I looked for Old Salty, but I don't think he was there. Old Salty uh, is no longer is no longer in the town of Deepwater. Uh, you but, do hear he actually uh, he moved out and he but, took up residence in a place uh, in a a fishing village uh, on sort of the northern shore of the Esper Sea called Dusky Shores. <laughs> New mission. Uh, we have to Jacob, go find Jacob would have taken a mental note, so if he ever ends up there for some reason. Uh, so yeah, he spent his time going around to everybody that he believes he's wronged in some way, and not only apologizing, but also offering his assistance in any way possible uh, to help them in any way that he can uh, within his power. Um, so, Jacob, for that... Uh, Make a charisma persuasion check for me. Mm. Not bad. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, let's see. You dirty, dirty 20. Uh, so... <clears throat> basically, because of the goodwill that you have garnered from the occupants in town, across town, um, sort of, you, you've built up your reputation a bit uh, on coming back, is you you had a little bit of reputation before, is like, you guys, you know, got stuff done and protected the town and everything, but like, a I little wild... I could do what I want. Yes. You still have that piece of paper. I still have it. Uh, <laughs> and, um... Basically, is, is getting into people's good graces. And so, you actually earn uh, a favor from the town that you could call upon. Mm. Wow. Good to know. Is that like from the council? Uh, that is, um, I'm going to say, uh, I'll leave it up to Josh, uh, to come up with, uh, who the favor comes from. We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe it's from the council. Maybe it's from, you know, Kalea, uh, maybe it's from Wilhelm. Energy. <laughs> uh, this is this is more of like a. I need to make a spirit bomb. This is like a social favor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is not like a like calling in supernatural energy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yes, uh, the other time is spent uh, sort of reforging and reworking your uh, suit of adamantine armor, uh, and sort of recoloring. Uh, essentially, you sp you spend like two weeks transmogging, <laughs> basically. Um. So yeah. yeah. Anytime I'm not out like in the town, help. I'm spending actually probably most of my time in the smith, in the smithy working on my stuff. And uh, so it's uh, yeah. from for Legend of Zelda fans is uh, when Jacobin is fully geared up for battle, <laughs> is he looks like Ganon. Because his helmet has like a, it's like a boar visor, and then his uh, pauldrons have like basically boar heads, 
coming off of them, and it's, you know, full body uh, plate armor um, with, you know, the big hammer that, of course, has the boar head on, on one end. Um, yeah. And, th- and those changes, my armor was pretty much all black before, it being yeah. adamantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used mostly white lacquer to make it mostly white with, like, red and gold uh, kind of accents. It's almost oh. like a Knights Templar type of look to it. But cool. Yeah. It yeah, picture if, quite different. If if uh Ganon was a was a Knights Templar in Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Is that that is the aesthetic here. So um so uh next up, uh Zarin. Uh you have you have also been quite busy. So I have. Uh let's see, where did I write that stuff down? Uh <laughs> So, um, first up, um, so we'll say, uh, so, um, doing, performing services, uh, I need for that, uh, either intelligence religion or charisma persuasion, your choice. Hmm. For, um, basically you know, performing uh, okay. sort of everyday duties at the Temple of Kure in town. Rolling that mother. So that, oh, that is a 27. Okay. Uh, so you earn two favors from the Temple of Kure. Um, so this could be something of uh, social support, reducing the cost of spell casting. Um, uh, could take, uh, you know, the form of a minor miracle or something that Corey provides. So uh, I get sort of like with, with Jacobin's favor that he gets from the town. I'm going to leave this a little open-ended and kind of, uh, a work with you, uh, when the time is right to call in that favor. <laughs> so, um, uh, you have also, uh, on your way back on the boat ride, have crafted um, a scroll of Revivify. Um, so as part of that, uh, you just need to make sure that you get rid of that diamond that you had, because it consumes that as part right. of the process. I However... I Was Jacobin holding on to that? Because, like, all of our stuff... I know we had one, so now we don't have one. Okay. Mm, if I remember correctly, you used one when I was eaten by the dinosaur. Right. And then, and then we Jacobin and then we got a one. second one. And then Jacobin there was a second. Jacobin. I think there was a second one that was consumed to revive Twixen. Right. And Jacobin had had one that he'd been holding on for his brother, which he used. Well, that was a scroll. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a scroll. Okay. That was a scroll. Yeah, that was a scroll of true resurrection. A long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't have my normal notebook with me, guys. Sorry. I don't see anything about a diamond in my... But I don't keep track of your inventories. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anything about diamond. Okay. Well, Crap. 
Smith looks uh, from all heart. Greater healing potion is all I have written on the back of I, my So I, I will say uh, that you did have one that was consumed. Because, you know, it's it's been many months since we've last played. Yeah. Uh, and I and I am uh, a kind and benevolent DM. Yay! And for that, we thank you. Uh, All hail the kind uh, and benevolent DM. Yay! <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, as far as your research, um, so, uh, research um, would require uh, an expenditure of gold. Okay. Um, so if you were going to spend three weeks, uh, doing research, um, it requires at least 50 gold, uh, but you can spend, uh, up to 600 gold more in 100 gold increments to get a bonus on the related check. Okay. So... That's that is a college education right there. Well, this is this is for this is for important uh, pieces of information, and I'm going to say that the expenditure is for rituals because of the nature of the research you're conducting. Uh, Okay. To gain divine insight. If you were doing this, he would offer gold from uh, group fund to you if you needed it. We have a group fund. Okay. Yes. Oh wait, no, you have a group fund. fund for the. Because I'm the captain and I'm in charge yes. of financial yeah. decisions. Yes. It's uh, it's so, the adventuring company funds. Yeah. So the I spend fifty gold from my personal reserve. I sell the moonstone that I have that's worth fifty, and I'll accept fifty from Jacobin. Okay. Okay. Um. So this is going to be. I'll say it's an intelligence religion check with a plus one bonus. Okay. Roll that dice. (laughs) That is a 15. Okay. Uh, So... Uh, in your research to finding uh, the exalted book of Kure, um, you learn two pieces of lore. Uh, one is that its last known location was somewhere uh, deep in the heart of Lilinosti. Uh, the other piece of lore um, is that uh, its its last known bearer um, wielded it during uh, the sort of demon invasion. Oh, so we, okay then. Quite quite some many hundreds of years ago. It's been a little bit. All right. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's been some time since it has surfaced. But its last known location was uh oh, in somewhere in Lilinosti. Or what is now present day Lilinosti. Okay. Some work to be done. Yes. Okay. Um and then uh for conducting the special rites is uh you 
start each day with inspiration for the next uh, eight days. In game. Cool. So. Seems good. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. So the the order of these is a little bit. So yeah, we kind of did them um, out of order. Yeah, so so on the boat, um, plus a little bit at the library when we return to deep water, um, Seraph is focusing on elements of research uh, when he's not performing duties and rights at the temple. But as soon as he lands in uh, deep water, the combined strain of both of his siblings being sent around the Tilto Flush mm -hmm. and his country being sent down the Tilto Flush. Yep. Yeah, as far yeah. as you are aware, it is currently still raining on yeah. on the island nation of Twillin. Um, and, it will and be for a hundred more years. And all of the other things that have, coincidentally enough, gone down the Tilta Flash. Um, Zarin goes on a small bender. Yeah, Zarin! <laughs> so, Come over uh, dark side! And, and as part of that, um, I need you to tell me uh, basically, like, what what kind of establishments are you frequenting? Are we talking kind of uh, the ones in, like, upset. in the ones of, like, the, the docking district, where it's, like, the sailors and the pirates and stuff? Or are we talking, like, the nicer establishments in town? Um, based on the depth of the feelings that are going on here as well as the preference towards more poverty probably the lower end okay yeah i know that's dangerous but let's do this <laughs> okay I, I, I do volunteer no. all right two trips in so so <laughs> no, I'm gonna need, no matter uh, how this ends zarin has a well, this is not how this is going to continue to go. Okay, back to life. Uh, so, a charisma persuasion check. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you've actually made two uh, friendly contacts as drinking buddies that you that you've made nice. during your bender uh we can we can work together to figure out uh, their identities who they are um okay one of them has to be named bernie <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like that has to happen <laughs> i'm not against cat however we can work on that later yes <laughs> however i i also need you to roll a d8 because oh. because such activity is complicated <laughs> or at least i'm i'm ruling that it's complicated yeah, no it that's fine it gets complicated i i i'm hoping this this is okay it's a one it's a one 
Okay, so actually, actually, well, on a on a D eight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. All right. Uh, this is it. So actually, kind of the least interesting one is oh, uh, okay. uh, your pocket got picked, and uh, you you uh, lost forty gold. Oh. Uh, okay. At some point during that week. Fair enough. Uh, and you didn't notice it get picked. Otherwise, like you would have, you know, told somebody. Obviously, you, you didn't realize until until the end of the week that like, oh, my oh, somehow I have 40 gold missing. But I don't remember most of last week, so I don't know where it could have gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to have a hand in that. Oh, man. No, no. Yeah, no. that's that's definitely the least interesting of those results. So that's kind of sad. But also uh, it means that we don't have to. Uh, come up with <laughs> some interesting scenarios, we'll say. Uh, so, yes, the timeline is uh, uh, crafting scroll, research on boat, out drinking, uh, finishing up research, working at temple, uh, perform, er, perform, uh, performing sacred rites at temple. So, uh, so we're all caught up. Now, in that final week while you're performing the sacred rites and everything, during your off time, uh, you heard from one of your allied contacts and we'll say it's from somebody who, uh, that you meet up, you know, they, uh, they meet up with you at the Ripper Rock Tavern, uh, and they overheard, uh, or rather you're, you're, you're meeting up with them and you overhear that someone is looking for Tyrolene. Uh, which you recognize as one of your associates, Hadra's cover identities. Really? Yes. No, I'm not there. I'm not there. I gotta write it down. No, I'm not there. Yeah. I'm on a dinner date. Uh, and so, uh, with that, um, Twixen. Yes. So, uh, Trying to reconstruct a warforged body for uh, Heather or Heater uh, okay. proves a little difficult in that um, a lot of the resources on the ship were used up when you got uh, revivified. Makes sense. Um, however, you recall that there were some materials back in deep water, uh, as well as, um, you know, now that the facilities, uh, theoretically purged of Kraken influence. Um, so, uh, your, your companion Lantern suggests that perhaps taking a look in the facility, uh, and seeing what resources could be used there. Um, you find out over the course of uh, the time when you get back to deep water and exploring the facility um, that the all heart in the facility uh, is offline. Um, and as part of that, as part of like your portal research and stuff is trying to figure out how to bring the all heart back online because that's kind of like what powers the facility. Um and uh wait did we knock the power out 
Unclear. Okay. Um. It's been so long. It's just been. It's just been a haze. And so, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like that. That kind of um, takes a bit of a higher priority. Um, and then once that's back online, you can use its assistance in sort of reconstructing a body uh, for your other companion. Um, as well as conducting, you know, research into, like, opening a portal to the other facility back in Twillin, if possible. Um, Perfect. Um, as far as analyzing the the music stylings of the Super Mariachi Brothers. Yes! <laughs> uh Yes, uh, you find um, that typically those are done in major keys, so it's a bit discordant for you. <laughs> um, but you think you're able to produce uh, some... So actually, give That's me... Uh, this is going to be an intelligence uh, check that you get proficiency with because it's going to be based on performance. Uh, but it's going to be intelligence is the base um, ability. In plus uh, proficiency bonus? Yes. Um, and, I mean, if uh, I don't know if performance is one of your expertise skills. It is, yep. Okay, so you're going to add double your proficiency bonus. Perfect. That would be a 23. Okay, yeah. Easy. Uh, yes, <laughs> you think that you have managed to uh, sort of... Um, draft up the musical sequences necessary to... Uh, essentially remix their preferred tunes uh, into uh, what you would consider perhaps a more fitting key. <laughs> yeah. Which is to say you rewrite all of their music in minor keys. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is the type of fun that we have. It's awesome. Uh, you do this and, and <laughs> they, um, yeah, they, they stop coming by. After like the first time you un uh, you sort of unveil that in one of your sort of uh, <laughs> musical street uh, battles, and and they amazing. they just stop challenging you. <laughs> yeah, if if they see you performing in a section of town, they will leave you alone and go uh, uh, perform in another area of town. Perfect. Uh, what this means. Is that uh, if you um, ever want to uh, sort of perform uh, during your downtime as a way of income, um, you're actually able to collect more money uh, because you have your choice of where you want to perform. Perfection. So nice, nice. Um, but. Uh, one of the things that you discover is um, it looks like uh, there was a bit of a core breach for the All Heart. So that will need to be sort of uh, jump-started and repaired in order to uh, restart the facility. Okay. Uh, now, um, Jacobin also... Uh, in your um, sort of going around asking folks uh, and, and sort of writing wrongs and uh, looking for people that need help is toward the end of the month um, you bump into uh, a sort of new arrival 
to Deepwater, who came in on a Lilinosti trading vessel. Um, and sort of has been trying to... Um, she said she's, like, looking for someone, uh, but is also uh, has heard of some of the opportunities here in Deepwater. Um, and is also, like, looking to get outfitted um, as the trip to Deepwater from <clears throat> um, Dardanelli has been uh, a bit expensive because it's quite a long journey. Mm. Um, uh, her name is Azelia. Hello? Azelia. Um, and uh, as part of the conversation, uh, Azelia, your contact uh, is uh, Tyrlene, who is a uh, sort of dark elf um, uh, sort of smuggler who uh, is known for helping to uh, get Dark Elves out of Lilinosti or into other less populated areas of Lilinosti, uh, as well as um, also, you know, smuggling uh, interesting goods uh, from the Elven Kingdom out to uh, other kingdoms that are in need of them. Um, interesting so th things like live wood, um, enchanted spider silk, uh, uh, particularly to Kirinjo, as um, those are uh, often uh, necessary materials for a lot of the um, sort of magical architecture that they employ in uh, the Empire of Kirinjo. Um, so uh, you actually have not been in deep water for very long, only a couple of days. Um, and uh, you have met up with Jacobin, um, who has... Uh, um, basically, it seems like he kind of has an idea of like where everything is in town. He seems to be a bit of a bit of a local uh, hero. Hero is the word yeah. you're looking for. Local hero. Is, is yes. <laughs> local like folk hero. Popular kid showing the new kid around it. A little bit. Oh, yeah. um, okay. And and during conversation <laughs> and has I'm come the up. Owner in the corner who owns a shop. <laughs> uh, as part of the conversation that's come up is um, that. Uh, that Jacobin, um, you have brought up uh, the Backstreet Sharks, which is uh, the adventuring company, an adventuring guild. So right, we've done all types of like really awesome stuff here, and you'll, as you see, everyone loves us. So it's just like we're really awesome here. We're kind of a big deal, and uh, you know we just do what's right. That's all. That's all we do. We can't help it. We just do what's right. Uh, are you sure you've had no access to any of May's leaf? Are you sure? Hundred um, percent. And actually, I I do it's need to make me, uh, <laughs> I need to make a quick correction um, because I'm sorry I, I forgot sort of a chunk of Azelia's backstory. Um, is that it was not from Dardanelli, it was from uh, the Academy of High Arcana. Uh, my apologies, which is why uh, it because it has to because it comes from Kirinjo into the Esper Sea, it either has to go over uh, the mountains, which is pretty treacherous, or it has to go through the pirate-infested waters of the Reaver Sea, which uh, the rest of you all know, that was the last known sighting of your nemesis, the Kraken. Yes. The Kraken? The, the Kraken. was from Darnandelli, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um... Yes. Uh, so, Azelia, um, you actually have 
as far as equipment. Uh, I need to roll a d10 here. Um, a total of 750 gold pieces of sort of discretionary funding. Um, normal starting equipment for, for a wizard uh, and your background. And uh, one uncommon magic item of your choice. Cool. So, um, you've also found that uh, Deepwater, for a very small village, really... Uh, of about and for uh, the rest of you, it seems to have grown a bit in the in the couple of months that you've been away. Um, that the population has risen from about five hundred to roughly six fifty, which is a pretty sizable increase. Um, yeah. A lot of them, a lot of the new arrivals, have either been filling up rooms at the inns, um, as well as sort of expansion on the outskirts of town. Um, They're not uh, touching my 5x5 five five plot, are they? No, uh, that has specifically been set aside. Um, it was mostly like somebody went out and inquired about it and asked around and it got word to the town council. And uh, the town council had said, oh, yes, that, that plot is being reserved. We're not quite sure what for, but we we had specific instructions. So, um, yeah, you also, uh, the rest of you were... Was like 650 people? Yeah, so okay. so the population had added 150 permanent residents, um, but despite being a relatively small village, uh, you can f actually find quite a few shops that are selling both magic items and uh, some unusual uh, <clears throat> sort of non-magical goods. Um, yeah, go check out the trading company. Yeah, it seems like most of the population here are merchants and like selling to other merchants. Um, so there's a lot of gold flowing around. There's a lot of unusual, uh, or, uh, sort of exotic items. So a lot of, uh, spices you can find here. Um, there's a lot of really decent cooking and very, uh, wide variety of cooking. Um. They say the spice must flow a lot. I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So just to be clear, the Backstreet Sharks are a delivery company, correct? Or are they a? <laughs> oh, no, that's just part. That's just part of. That's just like part of what we do. That's just like one minor thing. So we mostly like do like heroic deeds. Oh, uh, what kind of heroic deeds have you done? We like fought a kraken and basically kicked its ass and made it run away. Um, like these weird fish zombie monsters. We totally slaughtered them. It was no big deal at all, really. Um, we are always come out unscathed. 100%, no casualties ever. We are just, like, we're perfect. That's we're not... really the heroes. Hold on, I've, I'm slipping back into my old self. Hold on here. I need to... Sorry, I've got, I'm doing a lot of personal work lately. And, like, the truth is, we have helped this place a lot. And uh, we continue to try to do what we can. We try to do the right thing. Well... The unscathed part sounds doubtful, but the doing the right thing seems good. This town does seem booming. Yeah. It's because of us, mostly. I, I see. Well, they're, they're very lucky to have you here. Oh, it's, yeah, I would agree 100%. Uh, so, what's, uh, what brings you to the town here? Well, I'm looking, actually, for a person named Tyraline. 
Um, it's it's a, not familiar at all. I've never heard that name. I see. Well, with that being known, uh, I am also just here to kind of see what's going on. Oh, like, uh, like on holiday or something? Something like that. All right, all right. Well, um, you should go see my friend May if you're looking for a good time. Uh, she's got this really, I've never touched it, but this strange <laughs> herb that, um, <laughs> apparently she's a lot of fun. Uh, you should try it out. Uh, it's a bit, uh, I think, um, unholy i can't i can't be near it it's not quite uh up my alley but hey if you're into that sort of thing who am i to judge um actually check that I, out i was wondering if there's uh, any sort of libraries or anything in the area or any local news of things going on in the world anything like that a library is there a library there there is a library it's a small library but there is okay. one in town yeah uh, so you may want to check. You don't want to mention the library underground either, right? Because there's that. Isn't there the that kind of big library that the demon? Oh, that he took the books from. Was in. I, yeah, I did get a special book from there. Um, yeah, I'll point. Uh, I'll point Azalea in. Did I'm saying that right? Mm. Yeah, Azalea in uh, the direction of the library. Um, if you like music. I point, you can hear Twixen as we're walking by, I gesture, and you hear the, uh... Yes. The... <laughs> the Gujin. Oh, oh. Strange. Which, I'm uh, imagining so... imagining you guys, like, walking through, like, the, the courtyard, like, the center of town. And mm -hmm. so, yes. like, you see just this... I'm, I'm taking a break at this moment in time. I just watch you guys walk by. Um, and you see me, I'm on just this, like stool like simple little chair um pipe and this smell that you have maybe you smelled it before i don't know but i've got some really really good pungent i've been able to like absolutely up my game in the month that i've been home um <laughs> oh what is what is that smell may only yeah. wears green red and yellow now she's got a big uh... <laughs> <laughs> which is which is weird for a rose got her dreads growing yeah uh, no she actually wears a lot of teals and blues i know also kind of um, weird for a rogue <laughs> yeah remember this whole like uh, this uh also it it should be noted uh that so may um does have a set of glamoured studded leather uh, that. Who yeah. is this curious fellow? Over here in that smell. Oh, that's May. Um, that's who I was talking about. That's her. Yeah, that smell is her weird plant. I don't know. <laughs> I try I've, to avoid it, but. I've read about this smell before in my studies, but. Oh, I can't say that I'm a fan. Yeah, I don't know. She likes it, but. Um, you, you see, uh, another, um, sort of short, uh, sprightly wood elf come rushing out of, uh, amazing apothecaries, uh, A-M-A-I-Z-I-N-G, um, uh, in, in a bit of a, in a bit of a huff and says, May, I thought I told you, um, that we really shouldn't, uh, be causing, uh, 
uh, all this all the smoke outside the business, it kind of is is a little driving people away. Uh, I, I listen, I'm I'm so sorry, Jacobin. Uh, here, let me let me take care of this. And she reaches into her bag and pulls out like some dust or whatever, and then like basically sprinkles it <clears throat> in May's direction, and it covers it with May. Uh, and it's basically like like a deodorizer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I look to this person Ariel, and I sorry, say, "Sorry, I'm sorry. I hate when you do that." And the and the smoke <laughs> babe, basically dissipates back. and it removes the the smell. Fine, babe. I'll go out back. Okay. Ugh. Like just not out front. Not out front, May. Like we talked <laughs> about this. Like I know you're the boss, but like, please. I look to this person. I go. Thank you for getting rid of that smell. I very much so appreciate it. Yeah, well done. You spot on. You nailed it. Um, so if you're looking for a place to stay, and a point nearby is the the two inns, right? Um, so nearby to where um, basically your smithy and May's shop is, is the nicer inn. Um, right. Which is the... It's oh, not God, the I gotta look up rock. the name. I gotta look up the name. Uh, it's the Ripper Rock and then the other one. It's the Ripper yeah. Rock and the other one. The nicer it's, one. It's the one that Kalea runs. Yes. Where Kaleo runs the Ripper. <laughs> Hang on. I gotta bring up the article. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for more information about Deepwater, <laughs> for more information about Deepwater, you can check out Jamora.com. There's this one, and I gesture to the other one, like, here's a nice one, here's the whatever... It's kind of like how the other one. Has, it's kind of like how every town has two Chinese places, like the good place, and then the one that you go if you're. Eh, I can chance food poisoning. <laughs> um, I prefer not to have food poisoning, even though I know we're talking about inns. <laughs> Roy, you know, never. Not these places. They're run by top-notch, top-notch people. Amazing ownership. Uh, is it the Backstreet Sharks who run this? No, no, we don't in charge of like the inns or anything. Mm. Although we've helped them out in the past. Uh we're just uh I'm just, you know, uh, shouting out my people and uh, you know, giving uh giving them a nice They're run here. by the best people. Yeah. The best people got, run these inns. We've got the best the people best. running these inns. Oh jeez. No, nice. oh, no. Uh, you also didn't notice my hair is orange now and my skin's also got a uh <laughs> No. Just kidding, just kidding. No, no. No. The DM denies. I would kill you in your sleep. Um, like, I may be a cruddy assassin, but. We have the like, best ins. The best I would legitimately best kill your character. In his... Not, not, not May. Courtney. <laughs> uh, there... We'll call it, it's the, the Golden Dolphin. Golden Dolphin. Uh, that's the inn. Yes. So the Golden Dolphin is the inn. Uh, it's it's a pretty nice establishment. It has um, so it uh now it has like an outdoor cafe, as well as uh, the interior is like a lot of the interior is a lot of marble and white stone, um, and a lot of uh very open air. Um, because as as I said, this is this is tropical. Uh, so like it's pretty consistently, like mid 70s to mid 80s year round uh have i been staying here um i would say if you wanted to stay at the nicer of the two inns this is where you would be staying 
Okay. I'm going to say that this is where I've been staying, if that's okay. cool. Um, so staying here uh, incurs um, its uh, basically lifestyle expenses of, of two gold a day. Okay. How much uh, gold right. would you like me to take away for that? I mean, you've only been here a couple days, so we'll say that it's already been factored in. All right. So, um, but yeah. So, I mean, and that includes, like, meals and stuff. Uh, so the meals here, um, uh, fish, um, prepared with, uh, a lot of different spices, um, as well as, uh, sort of roasted vegetables from some of the, uh, farms on the outskirts of town, um, and some fruit, uh, that's picked from the uh, sort of interior jungle of the island. Um, but yeah, obviously being on a, on a fairly small island, uh, fish makes up a lot of the menu. Um, although occasionally uh, there is boar on the menu as well. Um, so the fact that there's uh, a consistently consistently meat and fish on the menu um, is makes it a pretty, pretty upscale establishment. Most excellent. Um, so, uh, on your way, you pass by, um, uh, Wilhelm's Forge. Uh, you see, you see your, uh, your big buddy out there working the forge, uh, along with, um, the dwarves from the, uh, sort of Smith's Guild, um, that are still... Oh, they're still there? Yeah, oh yeah, they're still working over a lot of the adamantine that you brought back they from your, your initial excursion. True, there was a lot they were thirsty of for that adamantine. Oh yeah. That's right, yeah. So, um, they give you a wave as you pass by. And wave, I say, oh yeah, that's, uh, that's my smithy over there, and that's, uh, there's Wilhelm and, uh, the dwarves, and, uh, that's where I do, I spend most of my day doing most of my my work uh, during my free time. Hmm. Very nice. So, I'm confused. You say that you're a hero of the town, but you're a yes. smithy? Yes. And that's it? Yes. I'm both. And an adventurer? Yes, all three. Huh. How come I feel like I don't necessarily believe you? You shouldn't. I mean, that's, that's just like... <laughs> It's just like your opinion, I guess. But, uh, hey, I only speak truths. Twixen, at this point, you've you've now seen... Uh, you've seen Jacobin walking around town with this um, sort of scholarly-looking elf. Uh, uh, who um, you've seen kind of wandering around town uh, in the town square uh, for a couple days now. Okay. Uh, May May seems to be kind of trailing behind them, uh, <laughs> at at a distance. I'm just I'm just I'm fascinated <laughs> by him. I, I'm still like a month later. I'm still just so in awe of this change, and I'm genuinely People wondering. People are generally in awe of Jacob, and I get it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wondering. She's, she's waiting for the shoe to drop, Jake. I am. <laughs> I mean, I am. You have not done it to me, so I will not um, block any advances that you make on this new person. But <laughs> are you speaking in character right now? 
little bit. Yeah. Are you um, hitting on me? What are you talking? No, I'm just. Hey, well, why are you? What are you even doing? <laughs> just so you know, I'm not interested. But me neither. That's not like what this was about. I'm just being friendly and helping. Can I roll to see if he's uh, deceiving me right now? Uh, you you don't need to. Jacobin seems sincere. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that out there. Is you succeed? So I'm just so he's not hitting on me. No. <laughs> okay. No. No. I'm that's just, you, just that's that, just Courtney being chaos crew. Whatever that. Yeah. Whatever that. <laughs> means that she's ingesting and inhaling. It does things to her personality. Well, I'm I'm also curious. I've I've seen you kind of walking around a little bit. Um. Who are you? I'm I Isalia. Um, I'm a high sun elf uh, from the Lilinosti Groves, um, but I have been in Kirinjo as a high associate teacher of the School of High Arcana. Well, that sounds quite fancy. Um, you also notice, uh, uh, Isalia, um, that May also has sort of a badge on... Um, that she has on, let's see, Courtney, where would May have uh, basically a badge uh, to signify that she is a member of the Backstreet Sharks Guild? You have a badge? Um, yes, that, is, that yeah. has been part of your, your but, efforts and initiatives yeah. to legitimize your adventuring badges? company. Badges? <laughs> we have no badges! It's in the shape of a shark. Yes. Um, well, I will use... Um, the shape of, of Jester. Um, in all of my just flowy, it would actually probably be along my hip. Um, okay. Because I imagine I'm wearing kind of like loose, um, loose pants with just like a belt kind of sash. Um, so you would have like a medallion then. Yeah. On yeah. your on your belt. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Um. So so you notice uh, that May has this same sort of insignia that Jacobin has. I think mine I would use as a clasp to hold my cloak or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you part of I'm assuming that that symbol is part of the uh, Backstreet yeah. Sharks? Yeah, that's right. You've got it. Yeah. Are you yeah. one of these heroes I've been talking about? I've been hearing about? Why do you use the quotes? We are heroes. Right. My bad. I apologize. I roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I roll them right back. <laughs> All right, and I, I continue on with the tour. I'm like, I had introduced you to my friend, Old Salty, but uh, unfortunately he's moved on. Yeah, uh, not like, not like that, town. but I mean like he's moved to a different village. Yeah, you um, ran him out of town after... I mean, I think we were starting to get along. Uh, I really felt a connection there with me and him. It was, we were starting to hit it off. I think we were starting to understand one another. Yeah, I... no. Yeah. This is, this is completely not... I don't know why this character shift changed, but, like... I'm kind of digging it, and I don't want to mess it up. But I'm st I, I still don't know what's gone on with this change. Because this nice Jacobin thing is new. So. 
I knew something seemed a bit off. I would like to say that I am pretty good at perceiving things. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, we just, we just got home um, about a month ago, um, and a lot went down our last adventure. Um, May I ask what happened on your last adventure? Honestly, I'm a bit too baked right now to remember. I just remember vampires and talking kitchen stuff and... <laughs> so... Uh, oh I, yeah, it rained and... You put it that way and it sounds like we're crazy people. So I've heard of krakens, fish, zombie monsters, vampires. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Out of all my years, uh, I've never heard of people encountering this many weird things before. Are you sure you guys are heroes? Well, either that or we're really bad villains. Because we've gotten rid of the bad thing. Okay. So... I just nod. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds amazing. And, and when you think about it, I mean, that time while we were helping the orcs. Um, at this point, um, you and see, I Wilhelm, just kind of like fade <coughs> off. Wilhelm has <laughs> kind of, uh, walked you up. You notice my eyes completely glaze over. And he says, uh, Mine apologies. Uh, I need to borrow Jacob in for a bit. Uh, we have to have some work that needs to be done on the uh, armor designs. Uh, and he kind of uh, takes Jacob in, uh, and um, they uh, they head back to the forge. Um, at this point, uh, Zarin, you are exiting uh the library uh and you notice may uh and uh is speaking with um this sort of scholarly looking elf uh and twixen is kind of sort of uh approaching uh from uh, his usual post in the center of town right next so, um, and as a, sort of a, a little bit of a visual difference, um, Zarin's robes have changed a little bit in color and iconography, almost indicating a change in role in the Church of Kure. Um, he no longer goes around with his hood up and generally keeps his mask um, attached to his belt, clasped by the Backstreet Sharks clasp. I see. And so you're here with us right now, correct? Jacob. 
I would not have expected you in the library district. Uh, for clarification, Jacobin's uh, been whisked, oh, whisked away at this pulled, point. Jacobin has been pulled away uh, oh, yes. while, okay. May, right. while May is finishing talking and is I'm, kind of glazing over. But he is, he is sort of in the process of being whisked away. I'm gonna switch in May. I didn't expect you in the library district. That's also that fair. <laughs> that is that makes perfect sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Zara, this uh, this individual also matches the description of the individual you've heard of inquiring about uh, Tyrolene. Okay, so this is the person who has information on Tyrolene. Correct. Uh, no. So, uh, so, so, uh, Azealia, you are looking for Tyrolene. Yeah. Um, so you are, you are unaware that Tyrolene is a cover identity for one of Zarin's associates. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's because Zarin has heard that name before. His ears kind of picked up when he heard the name. Um, because it's not a very common name. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so then he started making inquiries. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, no, um, Jacobin was shot around and then Willie came and took him away and we were talking about all the things that we've killed, including me. You've been killed? killed. Several times. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean you've been resurrected? Yeah. Hmm. That is a high form of magic for sure. Very Um, curious. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I obviously didn't do it myself. Have good friends in the sharks. Hmm. So I you guys are in some strange way beginning to grow on me a little. We are like a family. Yeah. Uh so you hear from a somewhat metallic voice uh behind you uh is a warforged which is uh incredibly unusual um given uh that like typically outside of Kirin Joe they're not really seen in civilization um but uh also you know still playing uh a a Gujin <laughs> just like this man right here hey Quixen, have you met uh, Azalea? No. Not Azalea. This is Twixen. He's awesome. Hi, Twixen. Were you the person playing music earlier? I was. It is a pleasure to meet you, little flower. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. I very much so enjoyed your music. It reminds me of Karen Joe. I am pleased. Uh, would you care to play another tune right now? I sit down and start playing. Yeah. No preamble, no 
Yeah. Uh, I will actually play a cover of one of the mar the mariachi bands. Okay. Uh... So so a minor cover of mariachi music played on a gujin. I love it. It's yep. beautiful. <laughs> it's wonderful, which is the best part. Yes. I stand there just staring with my looking at, as like really into what's going on but not giving effect of whether or not like i fully love it or fully hate it it's just kind of intriguing i guess perfect you and i are gonna get longer <laughs> <laughs> I... About, quick question what time of day is it um it's early afternoon okay yeah uh may's been going at this all morning um would actually start dancing <laughs> just a little bit uh, just, of course just she a would. Little, just a little. Um, what? So Twixen, uh, you have shared um, basically some of your progress with the rest of your party um, about the status of the ruins, um, so that everyone's kind of aware of like where they're at. Um, and it looks like that in order to kind of restart the. Uh, the core, it's going to need, like, a group effort. Dude, I wish you told me that earlier. It does not have to be immediately, but soon. Okay. Alright. Um... And so I, I think this would actually be a good spot for us to take a break. Okay. Um, so uh, we're going to be back in five minutes. That's going to be that's going to be a hard count on on five minutes. So not like we hard usually five. do, where where we say you know five ten minutes and it turns into like a twenty minute break. Um, yeah, no, because Courtney has work at midnight. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so we'll be back in five. Um, so go ahead, take a break, grab a snack. Uh, get a drink, stay hydrated, that's important. Yes. Um, and uh, we will be back for the second half of this episode. Perfect. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to be right back. Hi everyone, welcome back. We've got cameras Yay. working and, and OBS is not crashed anymore. So go. my apologies. It's I have a lot of windows open and I have a lot of things going on. Uh, and so like while my computer can handle it, I guess OBS couldn't. So this is also a very uh, graphic intensive overlay that we have here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of elements. Um, but uh, yes. So we were um, basically talking about uh, the Warforged facility underneath basically underneath the island and deep water. Um, and uh, basically it, it's going to take a, it's going to take a group effort to restore the all heart. Uh, that said, uh, there's also been some rumors of like recent pirate attacks that have been, that were happening while you guys were away. Um, like, nothing large-scale, like, when you first arrived on the island, but, like, the occasional, like, raid or two. Um, 
and there to the are island? yeah to the island. Oh no 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 no! Um, and it sounds like uh, there are reports that there is uh, a a pirate crew uh, moored off the northern side of the island. Uh, is no, no, there no. now? No 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 no! We I mean, this is totally not the DM just like giving you guys things to do. No, no, we can't have pirates. Since since no. we're kind of trying to get back into the swing of things, but uh, no. but yes, I will, will go around town with an illusion of Jacobin's jacket on it, rounding up the entire crew, saying, "Oi, get! We got some pirates." Well, good news is basically you're all you're all here, uh, save for Jacobin. No, 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 no. Jacobin is here. I, he's right. <laughs> Chris, Chris isn't here, but Jacobin is here somehow. There's, right. There's... Okay. Do we need to? Do we? Oh god! It's the we... robot wearing the meat suit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> wearing the face like the brother in Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um. There's pirate attacks going on right in here, this place. Um, so they've been, um, so they long. haven't been like, so it hasn't been like a pirate ship shows up and it starts bombarding the town. It's been like, okay. uh, basically they'll show up, uh, kind of on other sides of the island, and then sort of under the cover of darkness they will like raid a business and make off with some goods and then take off. Um. There has been, uh, uh, and this has even started to reach um, the Academy, is news of that um, basically all of the, uh, the, bro- the Brotherhood of Corsairs, which is a pirate league uh, <clears throat> in the Reaver Sea, has started to become pushed out of the Reaver Sea uh, due to some force. Uh so current members of the party uh, can basically guess as to why that's happening. Uh, yeah. But you have also heard of this elsewhere. And I mean, that was also happening while you guys were still on your journey out to Twillin. Yeah, I, I remember them saying something about... Is that, that you guys were encountering so. pirates uh, as far out mm-hmm. as this way. So the Brotherhood of Corsairs is the pirates that have been pushed out of the Reaver Sea... And they've been coming into the Esper Sea. Uh, yes. Okay. And causing trouble. Yeah, it's basically, they they situate uh, the sea that's um, south of Kirinjo that stretches all the way to the dragonborn nation of uh, Cardarel. <clears throat> and sort of, they, they kind of attack ships from both areas. But they've been pushed out, and so they're kind of testing the waters, as it were, uh, <laughs> on other locations. <sighs> I thought we had taken... No, no, no. Okay, I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> And May walks off um towards the apothecary okay um yeah 
um, for Sean uh, DM, I am going to ask Sariel to help me screw up, and I am going to get my bug out bag and get my armor on, because I'm not dealing with this. Okay, <clears throat> that should take you roughly a process of two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Most of which being to put your armor on. Uh, I think it's five minutes to don armor. For light armor? Um, maybe not for light armor, yeah. So I look I don't, at every yeah. I look yeah. at everybody and I go that who is still here and I go So I've heard think I've heard of this, but is there's a pirate attack happening right now? Not at the exact moment in time, I believe. I see. But in Well, I can help you guys if you need it. I'd love to take you up on that. As acting captain. Oh, we didn't we didn't catch the uh, didn't last catch part that. of that, Sean. As acting captain, I accept. <laughs> okay. As acting captain, he's accepting something. Yeah. Yeah. Your offer. Yeah, we hey! Huzzah, hey! We got there. <laughs> um, yeah, so so about... Um, you're right, it only does take about a minute to... Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, May comes back out, and you notice that she is walking with much more purpose um, in, her, in her steps. Um, her eyes are clear... Um, and she has, it looks like she changed her clothes out of, you know, the nice, uh, flowy, more Mediterranean, and she's wearing, um, now what look like just, like, jeans, uh, boots, um, well, jeans, quote-unquote, you know, um. Yeah, there's no denim in Jamora. Yeah. Um, but just like, it just looks like slacks, really, um, with, with, uh, mid, uh, mid-calf boots, um, and a green cloak around her, um, and it doesn't look like she's wearing any armor, um, but I totally am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's, um, uh, if you inspect it, uh. It yeah. is um, a visual illusion. Yeah. Um, that it's not a transmutative effect. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and, and sh- uh, okay, all right, guys. We we no no pirates. Let's get no. We got to get rid of them. We've got to get rid of these guys. These guys. To the ship, come, little. Fl- Introduce you to the hammer's folly. All right. I will follow right behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, there's a, um... No, no, he wouldn't come with me on this. Never mind. No, Ferris. We're still at home. No, Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> so, he could, uh... He could stay safe at home with Serial. So you all are going to take the, the folly... Out to the location. Yes? Out. Okay. 
guess so. Okay. Yeah, we are. Um, so, uh, just for a point of order, are you rounding up the rest of the crew, or are you going to go with essentially a skeleton crew? We are rounding up everyone. Okay. I put on my best Jacobin impression, complete with illusion of flowing clothes. Okay, um, so and the only folks... funny is people respond to him better than they would have responded to Jacobin in person. Yeah. Um, the only folks that you can't round up are Jacobin and Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. Um, is they really? seem to be working Jacobin on some... Are, are we really going to do this bit? Uh... Yes. Yes, um, we are. So, uh, so Wilhelm, um, then, as they are working on... Um, there's some sort of snag that's happened with the uh, adamantine research um, due to, I don't know, some nature of the property and there's some still lingering element of corruption that they need to sort out. So, hmm. uh, <clears throat> but you uh, make your way to the ship. Um this is an unusual ship. There are no masts and there are no sails. Um, it looks like uh, the standard uh, hull and deck of a sailing ship um, without those uh, accoutrements. Um, and there's no rigging. Uh, however, there is uh, on sort of the forecastle uh, a... Um, and you've only seen these in a couple, and I, Azelia, uh, a couple of sort of archaeological journals uh, about the ancient civilization relic is um, these weird uh, cannons, basically. Um, there was like <clears throat> some kind of incomplete diagram in one of them that was noting uh, that was salvaged and repurposed uh, for the Imperial Army in Kirinjo. Um this sort of uh, magical cannon that sits at the front um, that is being stationed by uh, a blue dragonborn. Um, there are also smaller of these arcane cannons in the back, uh, as well as sort of this unusual control mechanism um, at the helm that Twixen uh, jumps up to and, you know, mans his station. Crew, prepare to move out. Okay. Uh, you might want to hold on to some things. I grab on to a... Is there a post or anything nearby that I can hold on to? Yeah, there's plenty of railings. And, like, although there isn't any rigging, there are ropes and uh, other elements um, to hold right. on to something. Um, there's also several below-deck layers. So. All right. I'm going to hang out wherever the crew is going. Okay. Um, I would assume most of you are probably staying above deck. Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, so then you set off. Now, uh, the island that Deepwater's on is not very big. Uh, we have established this uh, uh, prior to the break. Uh, or prior to uh, when, we, when we took an extended break, not the break in this episode. Um, the island is only about seven miles across. And it's like roughly in the shape of a circ like circular island. Um, 
and uh, your ship moves pretty quickly. It moves at about the speed of like 10 miles an hour, um, which is pretty fast uh, for a vessel. Uh, um, I mean, I mean, you know, like compared to a motorboat, it's like like idling speed, kind of. But uh, it's still a lot faster than uh, like most of the sailing ships that you could you could find. Um, so uh, basically, it'll take you less than an hour, maybe around forty-five minutes, uh, to get basically around the island to the top side. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, the weather's pretty clear, so you have good visibility. And uh, you do see off in the distance, um, because again, your visibility is pretty good, uh, is um, you can see like some of the other islands. Um, and uh, what I'm going to need is uh, one person who is standing lookout. Um, to make a wisdom perception check for me. Sure. Can I do that? Uh, sure. All right. Okay. I got a nine. Okay. Honey. Honey um. So. <laughs> I have a plus five too. <laughs> uh. So. Um. Azela, you're you're keeping watch, um, and you can see, um, you don't see any evidence of a pirate ship, which um, you would, <clears throat> uh, because again, it you know stands pretty well out if there was one uh, docked off of the side of the island. Uh. Twixen? Yes. Did you, did you, um, sorry, as, um, Azalea, you, you like, you let us know that, right? Yeah. You don't see Twixen, I think we might have to go down. Copy that. Go, I put, go. I put down. So, yeah, just, just, uh, the, just uh, don't freak out. A transparent dome, and the ship starts to go underwater. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Yeah, so the ship starts to descend. <clears throat> and um, it's not really, it's not a dome that's like a wall of force or something, so much as it's just like the water shimmers uh, in an area around the ship, or at least the top half of the ship, um, as you descend underneath the water. I have missed this. Um, can I make a perception check to see if we see anything water? Uh, sure. Um, I am gonna say that because it's underwater, yep. um, make it with disadvantage. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Um, so, uh... You see, um, I mean, outside of, like, schools of fish and everything, mm-hmm. and there's the occasional shark that swims by, um, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. 
okay. until you start to get your way about halfway around the island. Um, okay. Keeping watch. And you do see it's looking back up toward the surface. Uh, it appears that there is another ship that is sort of hiding uh, behind one of the other islands. So it looks like that if there was a pirate attack or, or pirates that like made ground on this island, they probably came in smaller vessels or were dropped okay. off. And then a skeleton crew like went and hid the boat. Okay. All right. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. So we can see the main vessel behind it. Um, you can you can see like parts of it poking out from behind uh, the other island. Um, but like, there's no indicate because you're underwater. There's no indication as to how many crew members are on that ship. Does it look and like, about and, the same size and because as you're Bobby, looking or? because you're looking at it from underwater. You mm -hmm. also, like, you don't see a lot of details of the no. ship itself. You just see the bottom of a ship. Okay. Well, can we be reasonably sure, based on the information we have, though, that it's... That, that this is the pirate ship and not some random merchant that we're going to mess up? Uh, I would say that would depend on how much stock you would put in Gossip Around Town. Uh-huh. Men, prepare for a whole breed. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a man. <laughs> <laughs> All you meat parts look the same. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. That's... Uh... That's old Jacobin. Old Jacobin. Yeah, you need to change the setting to new Jacobin. Back it down a little. <laughs> Hasn't yet processed new... <laughs> Hasn't assimilated new Jacobin personality matrix yet? Yeah. That's what I'm going for, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You, you haven't gotten that update yet. That patch has not... <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes. Awesome. The patch has not. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, so you're basically gonna go after the ship. We're gonna drive underneath it and do our usual uh, <laughs> old breed. Okay. So you're you're gonna get underneath it and like fire cannons at the underside of the ship. Yeah. Okay. I also because have um, this is water. true. Uh, but yeah, so um, so one thing is uh, because I don't want to deal with physics is really what it boils down to, is uh, this field that surrounds the ship. Like if you bring the ship up underneath another ship, it doesn't cause the top ship to come crashing down. Like it still gives some amount of of buoyancy, uh, to to such objects. So, uh, 
Yeah, so basically, um, we don't necessarily have to roll initiative for this, I don't think, because uh, you're coming in on you're coming in unawares. Um, so I'm gonna say, uh, here's what we're gonna do: is everybody's gonna we're gonna do this with like a like a skill challenge type thing. Ooh. So uh, we're gonna start with Twixen, and how this is gonna work is. Uh, we're basically going to go in uh, order mm-hmm. um, and uh, pick a skill. Um, and you're going to have to utilize that skill <clears throat> uh, in basically doing this uh, sort of stealth sinking maneuver that uh, that the crew of the Folly has practiced many times before. Uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, we're so, good at it. So, Twixen. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to need a check from you. So, it could be either a skill or a tool uh, check. Yeah, uh, so I, was, I, I, was, I was about to ask what I rolled for my, like, use vehicle. Yeah. So, um, so if it's not an expertise type thing, uh, it's going to be, let's say, dexterity plus your proficiency modifier. To, to pilot the ship. Modify. Hmm. Uh, the number caught up, cut out. 20? 20. 20. Okay. Alright. Uh, so you are able to steer the ship uh, unawares underneath and maneuver into position. May. Uh, yeah. Um, I am going to use my perception to try and figure out exactly where we should aim these cannons to be able to do the most amount of damage with the least amount of work on our end. Okay, so you're going to use perception to try and find a weak spot. Yep. Okay. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and make that perception roll. Fourteen. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, you, you know, like you've been on a boat, yeah, for this whole time, but like you're still not really sure how boats are like constructed. Yeah. Uh. So you think like just along the middle, somewhere would mm-hmm. probably be your best bet. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like thinking, I'm looking for like, okay, does this have any like damage from any other thing, or yeah, you're not really sure, like, so you're just you're kind of yeah. just taking a guess. Um, yeah, basically, oh, there's a seam there. If we there, which, which is to say, that's a failure. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and, and remember, yeah. you all have plot coins that you can spend too. Yeah. So. Uh. Azelia. Can I check out the history of this ship to know the making, how it was designed, uh, the particular layout, all that kind of stuff, in order to help with the failed role? Uh, I'm going to say, well, it would be a separate role, but like you yeah. could, I'm, I'm going to say you could use history um, 
at the very least to try and get an idea of like the historical context of this build of ship um, and to maybe identify the kind of ship. All right. I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, Nat 20. Nice. Okay. Um, So, uh, so we don't, um, so for Tales of Demora, we don't necessarily do like, uh, a 20 or a 1 is an automatic success or failure in ability checks. However, uh, my guess is that your history modifier is pretty high. It'd be a 29. Yeah. Yeah, so th- there we go. That said, it it's still, you know, basically a wild success. Boring success. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you, you actually are able to discern from the construction and the support of the hull... Um, that this is actually a vessel that was stolen from Kiranjo. Um, and, uh, that... How dare they? Um, based on the construction, uh, it's, um, a pretty good idea that, like, if you're looking to just, like, destroy the ship, um, that, uh, chances are... Uh, powder reserves are kept on the port side, and so targeting that area might cause a, a big explosion and, you know, cause the ship to, to sink uh, quite rapidly. So that is a, that is a success. Guys, yeah. if, we, if we hit the port side, we'll be able to potentially make the ship explode, thus sinking the vessel. Zarin. All guns aim for port! Um, all right, so I'm trying to think what of my, what of your skills, what of my skills, because I'm not going to persuade the ship not to move. Um, (laughs) although, you can certainly try, (laughs) yeah, based on my experience in navigation now um i am going to use my insight to determine whether the um crew piloting the ship a have determined that something is about to be wrong and b if they are changing their course in any fashion I'll allow it. He's allowing it. Yeah. Yay! Why we love our team. Nineteen on the roll. Uh, Twenty-three. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is a success. Um, so, uh, you don't notice anything amiss. Um, you don't get the sense that uh. They have detected anything out of the ordinary. Um, it certainly doesn't seem like uh, there's any unusual shifts in um, the boat turning or taking off or anything like that. Um, Jacobin, so... uh, Jacobin, Trek's in there holding the current course. You were right the first time. I mean, they're they're also anchored, so I mean they're they're not <laughs> like moving. Fine. Yeah, oh, so they, they are anchored. Okay. Yeah. Fair. 
which I'll say you, you also uh, get the impression that because they're anchored, um, that they're not pulling up anchor either. So they aren't getting ready to move. Okay. So yeah. Good. Uh, Twixen, it's back to you. I will yelling at the crew in my best Jacobin voice uh, about how they're all a bunch of mangy sea (laughs) dogs. How they're all a bunch of mangy sea dogs who don't know how to handle their weapons and a port side of the ship where the uh, powder kegs are. Attempt to intimidate them into uh, doing their. Um, okay. Intimidate the crew. Uh, I I will allow it. This is going to be a higher DC. Good. Good. Uh, that would be a twenty-nine. Oh, of course. So it didn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> so um. Yeah, basically, uh, using more of like a like a bosun, uh, spurring them into action, and uh, it not necessarily like demoralize them, but uh, using sort of uh, a a tough leadership style, uh, yeah, to to spur them into action and to uh, uh, command them, we'll say, to fire off the the volley. Of cannon of arcane cannon fire, um, which you do, uh, and so um, let's see. So that's one, two, three, four. Uh, if I could have somebody, um, well, I guess May, you're up next, so it might as well be you. Uh, yeah. If you would like to roll a d20, and we'll add. Uh, Seven. Okay. To the roll. This is going to represent the ship. Uh, I rolled an 18. So 25? 25. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the cannon volley is successful. Yeah. Um, uh, and you basically blow open a big hole. Uh, under the ship. Um... And so, uh, however, um, one peculiar quirk is that because you're directly under the ship is that water doesn't start pouring in because there is no water to pour in. Uh, and it did score a hit. Um, and you do notice that a lot of the powder got jostled around. It looks like, uh, it's like... Uh, it, well, you see the powder start smoking and everything. You don't necessarily know how long it'll take for the powder to ignite and explode. One thing to know is that it is currently sitting directly above you. Yeah, we, we need to, we need to back, up. we, 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 we need to back up and possibly go really? up. Um... So, uh, what I'll need is, uh, basically one final roll, 
Um, and I guess this will be from Twixen, uh, is another sort of piloting check to see if you can get out of there in time. 16. Okay. Uh, so you do manage to, uh, full reverse and get out of there in time. So unfortunately what, what causes, uh, this to happen is, uh, the incoming seawater, uh, puts the powder kegs out. However, uh, the ship is now sinking. Um, and you do hear sort of muffled sounds of alarm bells and, and, uh, cries going out. Um, Mm mm-hmm. They think they've been struck by some sort of large sea monster. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so I just want to apologize. Things that happen at my house that don't no. happen. At, uh, don't apologize. Hello, kitty. I, I've been catted. <laughs> Continue. Oh, look at the kitty. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so at least, uh, this ship has been sunk. Yes! We sunk would their battleship. It, yeah, I was about to say, would you say that it was a battleship that we sunk? <laughs> uh, Sorry. no. Sorry. Um, um, remind me, is this force field around the folly able? Can I, like, jump out of the ship? Yes. I mean, you could. You'd, you'd just be in the ocean. Yeah, I understand that. Do you have some sort of water breathing? Yeah, I don't have to breathe. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you don't have water breathing, you just have no breathing. I just don't have to breathe. <laughs> Convenient. Because um, you're not yeah. quite dead yet, but kind no, of. No, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> No, she's not dead yet. Not dead yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh. Hmm. Because cause the sea goes down really, f- doesn't Yeah, it's, uh, so these just... islands basically go, like, almost yeah. straight up. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's why where... they're, uh, colloquially known as the Pillars of Asperia. Yeah. Um. And it's like this whole island chain of islands that just go like straight up out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it's a couple hundred feet deep that the ocean goes to here. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna just leave it then. Okay. Because I remembered we're at the normal. <laughs> Quote, yeah, and I mean, it, like, it's basically once you get, you know, maybe like 10 feet offshore, it yeah. drops down to, you know, like 50 feet or so. And then yeah. like when you get like another 10 feet out, it drops another 50 feet. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going like at that steepness. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, yeah, no. Nope. So, yeah, uh, you do see, you know, um, you do gradually see. Uh, there are a number of boats that are launched uh, from the ships, just small lifeboats. Um, mm-hmm. Not very many. Um, it looks like this is not the full complement of the crew. Okay. Okay. They're um, on an island. I mean, what? <laughs> okay. Um, 
All right, we need to go. We need to go back up, Twixen. We need. We need to. We need to get rid of them. pirates. That's fair. Did you say vampires? No, these pirates. The yeah. Them pirates. Them pirates. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, no. vampires. Uh, I I'm pretty sure would be the bane of this group. Or or yeah. or. Uh, well, or... it it has been a couple months since I've almost killed a party member with dawn. So. Yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not the spell with dish soap. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, no, it's it's a it's first, a spell. First level spell. Summon dish soap. Yeah. I would think that that would be a cantrip. Yeah, I think that's, that's what prestidigitation is. Yes, prestidigitation just cleans something. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, if you continue your investigation around the island, um, around, uh, the island that Deepwater's on, um, you know, you can see, uh, so basically these lifeboats that were coming from the ship are just going to the island they were directly, uh, anchored off of. Um, and you head back to, uh, Ogara, which is, uh, sort of your quote unquote island. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, you're able to see what looks like a camp, um, sort of just, uh, over the border of when it transitions from beach into jungle, um, mm -hmm. or like the remains of a camp. Uh, it looks a little deserted right now. Um, but, uh, with sort of the commotion, um, as you approach closer, uh, you do see there are there is movement coming from out of the jungle um in in a array of uh distress we'll say okay i head in that direction okay um we'll say that uh in a in a sort of dramatic moment um the Hammer's Folly uh, sort of crests the top of the water and breaches, <sighs> you know, like it's sort of like the uh, Flying Dutchman, you mean. Uh, yes! Perfect. Uh, so just uh, uh, breaches the water and uh, basically writes itself on top of uh, the surface of the sea. Uh mm -hmm. We'll say right off of the, the beach um, to where uh, this camp is located. Um, and you see uh, more of these pirates starting to assemble. Do we um, recognize any of these pirates? Uh, you do not. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, um, wait I, a minute. I and, was just thinking about that. Wait a minute. We know pirates. Do we know any of these pirates? With that, uh, I think that's actually where we're going to end things for tonight. Um, just because uh, it's it's about 10.15. Um, Courtney does have to get to work. And uh, uh, just 
you know, with the with sort of the uh, myriad of issues that we had uh, tonight. But <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. Um, I know it's it's sort of these weird times. Uh, we are doing the best we can. Um, and so uh, hopefully, well, at least um, on my end, we'll have some stuff figured out as far as uh, camera placement so that I don't have to muck about with that on the stream and crash OBS to do so. Um, yeah. So I will create a unified VOD and put that up on the Twitch channel. Um, so that way that will be available uh, for those. So that you, you'll be able to watch the full episode just from start to finish. Um, but again, thank you for your support. If you want to see more content from 8-Bit Adventures, be sure to check out 8-BitAdventures.com. If you want to learn more about the Tales of Jamora setting, um, you can check out Jamora.com. Uh, and uh, if you want to help support this podcast and other shows from 8-Bit Adventures, be sure to check out patreon.com slash 8-Bit Adventures. Uh, you can become a patron and get access to like exclusive comics. Uh, there is some exclusive content for Tales of Jamora available for patrons. Um, yeah. Namely, three custom subclasses for the campaign setting. Um, one for bards one for rangers and one for artificers uh although the artificer one is based on the uh the archivist artificer that wizards published uh, a while back so it's kind of just making some updates to that one um let's see uh anybody have anything else they want to plug no just, just be kind to each other love each other you know this Stay is, home. This is... Be kind. Wash your Pet hands. Your pets. Wash your hands. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So. We miss you. Yes. And, and, um, I just and want to stress uh, the stay home thing again. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I work in healthcare. Um, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I work in residential healthcare. There's no days off for me. I'm doing everything that I can to be distancing when I'm not at work. Um, yeah. So please, and please. You please. should too. Darn it. Yeah. The more we stay home, the quicker we get out of this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, although we are not sort of broadcasting this from the TV station, we just want to thank PCTV for when yes. we uh, normally are doing this show uh, for providing their uh, sort of technical support and uh broadcasting opportunity um so uh we're gonna try and see if i can get this formatted for pc tv but no promises so um we'll do it it'll be fine okay that takes a little <laughs> bit more work but uh I mean, it goes on at 2 a.m anyway so yeah you know um so with that uh we are signing off so as always everybody have fun happy gaming and enjoy your pie cake Bye, everybody.